There's a plane. Great. Okay, they're gone now. <laughs> um, what is up, you guys? So this podcast is definitely going to be a little bit different um, because I'm not going to edit it. So got to be on my game. So what's up? Welcome back to Life, Liberation, and the Pursuit of Godliness with Chelsea Gerald. I'm your host, Chelsea Gerald, obviously. Um, if this is your first episode that you're hearing, thank you for listening. I do have one before this if you want to get to know me a little bit better. But for those that are coming back, welcome back. Um, the topic today is about embracing femininity. I have always really wanted to talk about this, but I was struggling with what my first official topic should be. And of course, in my last episode, I asked people to send me things and tell me what you want to hear. And this was the first thing that someone told me that they wanted me to talk about. So I listened and I said, you know what, girl, I'm gonna do that for you. So welcome. Let's talk about embracing femininity. What is femininity? According to Google, it's qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of women. And as humans, born both male and female, we're all going to be born with both masculine and feminine qualities. Women, of course, for the most part, are going to carry more feminine qualities than they do masculine, and the opposite for the men. But... We live in a time where the word femininity has been so hypocritically talked about. Like, being feminine now is either looked at as an amazing thing or a bad thing. There's no in-between. There's so much hypocrisy regarding femininity because of modern feminism. Because they ridicule it so much and they want to, they desire to change it so much. And it's really difficult to fully explain, and I, I hope I can get it out in a correct way. Excuse me, but um, yeah, it's just, you, they want you to be feminine, but if you're feminine in a way that they don't like, then you're not doing it right. And I read in this article, uh, it's radiant.nyc, And the article's name is called Embracing Femininity in a World That Doesn't Want You To. And I read this article. It's real short. I definitely encourage you guys to go read it. Um, If I'm able to, I can put it in the description of the podcast below. But it talked about how a lot of modern feministic ideas are that the only way a woman could be deemed good, quote-unquote good, or strong, is if they took on traits of masculinity which is harshness impulsiveness and violence rather than taking natural feminine traits that god gave us which is strength and friendship patience compassion kindness and use those in a powerful way because when i was reading through this it really opened my eyes because it's so true we live in a world where modern feminists push masculine traits upon women but then turn right around and tell men that those exact same traits are toxic. So why are we calling men toxic and abusive, but then force those same traits on women, but then praise them for it? Do you kind of see what I'm like getting at here? It's just very confusing, and it can be super detrimental to mental health in general, because we're just left with a bunch of teenage girls who are confused 
because they don't know what they're supposed to do and they're trying to please a society that will never accept anything because that's how society works they accept one thing and they accept nothing else and then a year from now they'll accept nothing else but then they'll accept one more thing do you know what i'm saying they're constantly switching back and forth constantly changing up their motives and their opinions and their ideas and you're left confused and right now the overall assumption for the modern feminist community is that if you are feminine in the way that they don't want you to be if you are feminine in the way that the bible tells you to be you're wrong and they don't support you you know it's it's feminism and we support all women until some women don't support what we want to do and then we don't support you anymore and i'm just here to tell you that being feminine is not bad it's literally not but it's not just modern feminists that are at fault for this it's society that's at fault for this because we've chosen to take femininity and associate it with being weak and you know that as actually kind of understanding as to why the modern feminist movement wants to take that back in a sense i understand what they're doing they just aren't going about it in the most healthy way they're becoming just as toxic as the same they're be let me rephrase that for you guys they're becoming just as toxic as society made feminism like weak and we're not strong and we shouldn't speak that in itself is toxic but also turning everything back and degrading men and degrading women who don't agree with you that is still just as bad so i understand what they're doing they're just in my personal opinion are not doing it the way they should but society looks at women and calls them weak calls them frail and small they don't have a voice they're not powerful but I think it's funny because the Bible says the exact opposite. Let's look at some examples. So the most obvious example of how powerful women truly are is the gift of being able to carry children and give birth. Unfortunately, that's not the case for every woman, I understand. Um, but naturally, women, for the most part, are able to conceive a child and give birth. And that in itself is so powerful because we have organs, we have an anatomy that creates a human life. Yes, you may not be able to do that without a man involved, but at the end of the day, we can do that. We are the ones that hold that. And our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, was born from a woman. She birthed him that is so cool to me like whenever i think about the bible and women and just giving birth in general and sometimes i get scared about giving birth because i want kids so bad but i get so scared because there's so many so many problems and um outcomes that come with being pregnant and giving birth but i'm always reminded of the bible and just god's creation and his gifts that he's given us and i am just astounded i'm like wow like when you really think about it we are so cool like women are so cool just i'm just gonna say it like sorry like they are so cool and even at the beginning of humanity this is number two even at the beginning of humanity god created a woman he didn't just create a man and said all right that's the world 
let's do men only. No. He said, Adam needs someone. And he took his ribs and he made Eve. Of course, they didn't have names at this time. I'm just saying that that's their names now. But he, he looked at humanity and said, we need a woman. And therefore he created one. And like, that's so cool. Like women are, women and men are both needed in society. Like you can't have one without the other. And I'm just so sick of how society and modern feminism has portrayed this idea that women don't need men or men don't need women. You can be independent, yes. You can be single, yes. But don't dare say that the world will be a much better place if men didn't exist. Okay, modern feminist, I'm talking to you. And men, misogynistic men. If I'm sick of hearing that women are powerless and don't have a place for like for your attention. That's also ridiculous. All of you guys <laughs> need to read the Bible, okay? And understand just how needed and important all of us are. God made man in his image. God made man in his image. And God made women in his image. Of course, the, the overall saying is just God made man, meaning everyone. But when you break it down, God made men and women in his separate image. They are separate for a reason. There are things that men will be able to do that women can never do. And there are things that women are able to do that men will never be able to do. Men cannot have children. As much as some people would like to think so, men cannot have children. Women cannot produce sperm. As much as some might think so, women cannot produce sperm. Just how science can relay those, uh, those facts. There's also certain characteristics and certain traits that men have that God gave them that women can have some of it, but at the end of the day, they have their, over, their, they have their own traits that are more overpowering than those traits that they share with the masculine man. Does that make sense to you guys? I feel like I kind of made sense there, but it's a little bit confusing to understand. I've tried to write it down and express my thoughts, but you know, sometimes you just have to come into it with a really big open mind and like just really take it all in and try to dissect it in your brain. And that's like what I'm doing. I'm trying to dissect it as I'm speaking and that's just how it came out. I hope you understood it. Um, there's just certain things that men have that women don't. And there's certain things that women have that men don't. And I'm just, it's really tiring and confusing living in this society where people think that that is not true. People think that everyone can have everything and th they don't have, they, they can't, they can't just accept the fact that sometimes a man is going to have something that a woman doesn't and will never have. Or that a woman has something that a man will never have. Yes, we're all different, of course. But they don't want to, they don't seem to see that. They seem to want to see us as the same. That's, that's just not true. That's just not, it's not realistic. That's never going to happen. I used to be someone who really, 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 really wanted to see themselves as someone 
that they weren't. Because I used to be um, in support and a part of modern feminism. And I used to be all for everything. Everything that you can think of, every radical opinion you can think of, I believed it and I supported it. And now I don't. It's not that I don't necessarily, I guess you could say, pick and choose what I wanted to believe now. I just don't support any of it. Because the closer I built my relationship with Jesus and just the amount of growth that I've been through, I've had realizations that, you know, a lot of, most of, almost everything that modern feminism is, does not, and will never line up with what the Bible says. But that's not on accident. They know what they're doing. We see it every single day in everything that we do. Everyone around us, every big political figure, every branch of government, every movement, everything in this world is slowly and slowly picking and prying God out of everything. They know what they're doing. It's not by accident. They do it on purpose. And that's simply a big reason why I don't support it. And it's so aggravating seeing so many girls get so, so down and so upset because they feel as though they don't fit the standard. But then they're told and ridiculed that they do fit the standard by those same people. I can get into that in a little bit. But right now I want to focus on just some Bible verses um, that just proves that women are needed and that God loves women just as much as he loves men. Um, Don't let people tell you that that's not true because it is. And I have a few verses to prove it to you. We're going to start off in Proverbs 3130. Of course, it says, Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Worldly riches don't come close to fearing God. So many people are worried about materialistic things or what they look like or what they or what they say or how they dress no if you have the fear of the lord in your heart and you truly fear god that's the most beautiful thing about you and that's going to show on the outside so many people are just worried about what they look like all the time and i read i just read in my book called empty out the negative by joel osteen he's he spoke about that he said you know you can look beautiful and you can present yourself as confident but if you open your mouth and nothing but insecureness, sadness, anger, irritability, anything like that, if you open your mouth and that's all that comes out of your mouth, you're not going to be viewed as beautiful anymore. And you're not going to be viewed as confident anymore. It will change people's view of you. Because if, you don't, if you're not beautiful on the inside, you will never be beautiful on the outside. Because what's in the inside is so much more important. And that's, it's so much heavier than what you carry on the outside. No matter how much makeup you wear, no matter how much gel you put in your hair, no matter how big your smile is, if it's fake, people will see it. Psalm 46 verse 5 says, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. And it's just a simple small verse that God's always with women. God is always with you doesn't matter who you are. God is always with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. 
he will always be by your side through everything that you go through. Proverbs 31, 16 through 17. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. And I just loved this verse. <laughs> I just loved it so much. If a woman sets her mind to something, she will succeed. That's something that our women are so amazing. Is I feel as though because we kind of had to go through a little bit of suffering and just not being treated equally and just constantly be looking down, like look down upon, that gave us that gave us like a sense of strength. That gave us a sense of confidence. Because yes, it, it tore us down in the beginning. But we come out of that so strong. And I feel like that just gives us even more of an edge. Where a lot of men sometimes can be cocky. And they'll let their guards down because they think that, oh, this woman, this woman's never going to uh, beat me or pass me. So they, they, you know, they sit down. They get lazy. It's like that, what is it called? That little story about the rabbit and the turtle? Yeah. And then the turtle comes and wins everything. Because the rabbit got all cocky. That's us, guys. We're the turtle. We're going to win. Because we know that we do have to work harder sometimes. But God is going to be with us through everything. And God knows that we're going to succeed at anything that we put our mind to if it's in his will. And I just love that. God has given me that sense of edge. That sense of, like, excitedness. And like, I just want to go for everything. I, I just want to take those leaps and take those jumps. I don't, I'm not scared anymore because if I fall, that's okay. That's okay. Cause God knew, God knew. And he goes, you're going to get right back up because I have something way better for you. This was just preparing you for what I have in store, you know? And it's just beautiful. It's beautiful to me. I hope it's beautiful to you. Um, if you don't like these three verses, that's okay. There's plenty more that you can read through. I just really loved these three. I feel like it kind of touched on every little topic. But like I said before I got into the verses, people constantly mistake the Bible for hating women, but it's just simply not true. Like the Bible has so many lessons that like teach you just how women are, how what godly women do, what godly women say. You know, Proverbs 31 is an amazing uh passage to read it's so informative i love it it's definitely the embodiment of a woman and it's beautiful give it a read and when the closer you get to god the more you read the bible the more you distance yourself from the world because that's what i've had to do you had to distance yourself from the world if you if you aren't strong enough um, to, you know, cut out social media or stuff like that, because I'm not strong enough to do that. What I did was I unfollowed everyone. I went through everything. I scrolled at their page for maybe more than two seconds. If I didn't see Jesus, I unfollowed. And the more I did that, the more my algorithm changed, the more I would open my social medias and I would be presented with Christian content rather than worldly content and my eyes began to open and I began to understand and have these epiphanies that I wouldn't have had if I had been surrounded by worldliness all the time 
because that stuff that that stuff gets in your head that stuff manipulates you and modern feminism is literally the perfect example and i know i'm gonna like make a lot of people mad with this podcast probably because uh it's just something that people don't want to talk about it's an uncomfortable conversation they'd rather choose to be ignorant than accept facts and really dig into it they don't want to open their mind because they don't want to be proved wrong and they want to shelter god from their life and societal norms are also toxic because guess what it's all part of the world it's all part of the world societal norms modern feminism it's all worldly things it doesn't matter which one you're partake like partaking in like it's just it's all ungodly it's not biblical it doesn't line up with what the bible says and in my personal opinion and i'm going to say it because it's my podcast and i i can do what i want um participating participating in modern feminism okay listen to me it is an act of participating in the secular world and going against the bible if you are partaking in modern feminism and claim to be a Christian, you are going against what the Bible says. It is lukewarm. It is unacceptable. It's not good. And it's not the way that you should be living. And I say this because I went through it. I went through my stage of being a lukewarm Christian from October of 2020 until September of 2021. I was lukewarm. I was lukewarm. I may have changed my opinions on some things. For example, the most prominent one that I remember is after I was saved, I no longer believed in anything other than monogamy. I was always I was always monogamous, but I would always openly support people who weren't. People in open relationships, polygamy, etc. Um, and that is one thing that I did not know, like I no longer supported after I got saved, but you know, that's not enough. You can't just pick and choose what you don't want to agree with anymore. Because that's not okay. And it will catch up to you, like it did me. I relate to Candace Owens on that topic because her, herself, she talked about how she just was having a normal day. Nothing, nothing crazy was going on, just a normal day. And she was sitting on the couch and it was when Donald Trump was giving his speech and he said to the black community, uh, what the heck do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? And she, um, she had that epiphany, like just, oh my gosh. And her whole world changed right then and there. In those next few minutes, she did a complete 180. That's how it was for me, but with God and everything that I was still following. I was sitting in my bed talking to my boyfriend and I was trying to explain why I believed what I believed. And as I was explaining it, I was understanding what I was saying, replaying it in my head, and spitting it back out with the exact opposite. Because I realized as I was saying those things that I no longer believed them. I was done. I was exhausted. I was exhausted living for this world while claiming to live for Jesus. Yeah, because it's not okay. It's tiring. Conviction is exhausting. And you can ignore it all you want. You can ignore it. 
but it will catch up to you. It will eat you alive until you just break. And then you have a choice. You have a choice. Do you continue to live lukewarm or lost even? Or do you, or do you listen to God? Do you surrender to God and give, it, give him your all? And say, God, I am not lukewarm. God, I am on fire for you and you only. Lord, work in my life. God, change me. I can feel it. Lord, forgive me for being lukewarm. And allow him to change your life. When I tell you, my life is amazing. I'm grateful for everything that I have. Um, Do I still go through things? Of course. Of course. No one is, is, is exempt from life's problems. No one is exempt, even children of the Lord. In fact, the Bible says that children of the Lord will eventually suffer more than lost people on this earth, of course, not after. Ugh, that's a deep conversation. We're not going to get into that right now. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful for everything that I have. And since September until now, I feel light. I feel light. And some people, I've had people, I've had people literally tell me, yeah, you, the only reason you feel so happy now is because you've just chosen to be ignorant. That's not the truth. Mm-mm, no, that's not the truth, Missy. And you know what? It doesn't affect me anymore. It used to affect me so bad. I used to want to please everyone so bad. You know, I, I wouldn't even say that I did. I would say I wanted to please the world. I wanted to please strangers who I don't even know but follow me on Instagram. Then I wanted to, more than I wanted to please God and please my own family. Isn't that messed up? What the world can do to you? What Satan can do to you when he gets in your mind? Think about that. Like seriously, you guys really need to think about that because it's crazy just how much it's getting to people. The world is a scary place, and it just keeps getting scarier by the minute. Things people say and how things come to be, it's scary. But I'm just here to tell you that I'm here. I'm, I'm thriving. And um, wherever you are in life, you can get out of it. Trust me, chances are I've been there. Chances are I'm still there. I'm not going to lie and say that my life is perfect right now. It's not. I'm going through a lot of stuff right now. I'm not talking about it. It's personal, private things that I don't feel comfortable talking about. But, you know, I am dealing with it. But instead of letting it consume me and letting it fill my heart with negative things, I pray about it every night. I give it to God. I lay in bed. I cry a little bit. And then I pray, and then I go to sleep, and I wake up, and I forget about it. I live my day, I do my things, I go to the gym, I read my Bible, I do my journal, I read my book, I go to work, I have fun, you know, and I I don't let it ruin my day. Because it's not my problem. It's not. It's the person who's going through it, and it's God's. They are, it is their conflict to sort out it's not mine and theirs it's not my conflict to sort out all i can do is pray i physically cannot do anything else so that's what i do 
and it helps it definitely helps um but just keep me in your prayers i mean i guess since i kind of opened up to you real quick i didn't plan on doing that but whatever (laughs) um but yeah i'm very grateful for everything that i have and i'm so i'm so glad i'm really i really am i'm so glad that i read my bible now and i am cleansed of that just worldliness it's so toxic it's so it eats you alive it's so negative and you know I'm, i gotta say the more i talk to god about my relationship with him the more i talk to god about becoming a woman of god the more natural everything seems to be because i could i can now look at feminism the way that i used to look at it and i can look at it now and i see nothing and i feel nothing i don't want anything to do with it because i know in in my heart i know for a fact that i know where god wants me to be and the more i accept him and the more i listen to what he wants in my life the femininity is natural i'm not some hard aggressive girl that i used to pretend to be i'm not i'm not at all it just modern feminism is stressful it causes you stress it physically affects you you know you want to look a certain way and then you go on social media and your video goes viral you got people in the comments you got feminists in your comments calling you all these disgusting names you want to know why because you don't look like what they want women to look like you just look like you but they don't like that they want you to look how they want you to look and that's not okay you go on tiktok you see a housewife or especially the one the one beautiful woman i have in mind is a black housewife with a white husband and she's a stay-at-home mom and do you want to know the racism in her comments from supposedly liberal feminists Mm. i guess we support all women until women are doing something that you don't agree with yeah that that's enough for me to leave right there that's enough for me no i support women and whatever they choose to do i want to be a stay-at-home mom one day i don't want to have this huge hot shot career that'd be nice that'd be cool you know and if that does happen praise the lord and i'll, I'll do it um but i i am in love with the fact of being a mom and being at home with them And the more I read my Bible, the more comfortable I get with that idea. And it's not some misogynist statement. It's not. It's not even a fact either. It's just a statement that I think. You don't have to think that. But what you're not going to do is call other people disgusting names because they don't think the way you think. You just live your life. And if the Holy Spirit convicts you, let him convict you. Let him. Because it will open so many doors. And it will free you. It will free you in a way that I can't even describe with words. Embracing femininity is not to be ridiculed. It's nothing to be ashamed of. The closer you are to God the more natural your femininity will feel.
I say that I say that with power. The closer you build your relationship to Jesus, the more natural your femininity will feel. Why? Because you're accepting what God has called you to be. You're accepting the woman that God created. You're no longer being stressed out or manipulated by the idea that society wants you to be this woman that you just don't think you are. You know, when I was in 2021, when I was working at H&M and a little bit before that as well during my time at H&R Block, I was really into fashion, but in a different way than I am now. I'm still very much into fashion. I'm just very much into a different kind of fashion. Um, but when I was working there, I wore trendy clothes, trendy, revealing, large prints, bright colors. And I looked cute, not gonna lie. But I never felt comfortable. I never felt like myself. When I look at photos, I literally had to delete them off my Instagram. Because when I look at them, I just don't even recognize who that is. I don't recognize that person in that photo. Like, that's not Chelsea. Like, Chelsea, to me, when it comes to fashion, I picture myself in straight leg fitted jeans with a small heel, black or white, with a button up shirt, loose but still fitting, long hair in a bun, fluffy, texturized, modest, modest is what I feel comfortable in. And modest is something that is different for everyone. I literally know people that look at what I wear and tell me that I'm not modest. But you know what? What are you going to do? I'm not going to wear knee-length skirts. I'm I'm just not. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, you know, that's just... Just the closer you build your relationship with Jesus, you'll understand who you truly are meant to be. I say that with... Like, I say that as a matter of fact. That is true. The closer you build your relationship to God, you will feel more like yourself. You'll feel whole. You'll feel complete. You'll know who you're meant to be once you build that relationship. And I'm glad that I did. So if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please um, share it and have people listen to it. Please. Thank you. Um, Always feel free to message me on any of my social medias and tell me what you think. Tell me what you think I could have talked about more or done better on. You can give me topics for future episodes, and I will always be glad to look over those. Or you can just tell me that you listened to it and that you enjoyed it. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm really excited for this podcast. This is my first official episode, you know, about a topic. And so just let me know. Thank you so much. Bye, guys.